Soul Ties 2. We continue from where we stopped a few days ago. We stopped at identifying common soul ties. In soul ties, we'll look at soul ties that operate mainly in the emotional realm. If time permits, we'll look at the sexual realm too. Please note that this is a tweet cast to Christians who desire to live to their maximum God-given potential. Hence, the soul tie stuff we are sharing here is Bible-based. If you are allergic to the Bible, please fasten your seatbelts. Because we'll be dishing Bible stuff here on soul ties too that may make you a bit uncomfortable at some point. Some of the terminology will also be detailed and graphic, so please bear with us. We'll start by looking at some scriptures that pertain to soul ties before we proceed to analyze them. Colossians chapter 3 verse 5 Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection. The Bible defines soul ties as inordinate affection that should be mortified or put to death in our conduct as born-again believers. Ezekiel 23.11 She was more corrupt in her inordinate love than she, and in her whoredoms more than her sister in her whoredoms. Hebrews 11.15 If they had been mindful of that country, from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to return. From Hebrews 11.15, we see that soul ties were developed through our lifestyles in Egypt as unbelievers. We learned a lot of them in Egypt. From Hebrews 11.15, we see that if our minds are not renewed with God's word, we'll seek opportunities to return to practice our soul ties. From Hebrews 11.15, we also see that the memories of our previous soul ties are not hazy. They are clear, vivid, and reproducible. Yes, you are now born again, but you didn't forget how your last boyfriend in Egypt made you feel. Yes, you are born again now and tongue-talking, but you can't forget that super experience your last girlfriend gave you. Yes, you are now moving up the spiritual ladder in church, but that last girl keeps nagging you to come back for more. From Hebrews 11.15, we also see that there is an entire country we left behind practicing soul ties that we are supposed to mortify. From Hebrews 11.15, we also see that we make comparisons at certain crucial moments between our previous soul ties and our new life in the spirit. When the Israelites were challenged, they always reminded God of their soul ties, leek, onion, garlic, cucumber, and so on. There are times in your wilderness experience when Satan tries to show you that your soul ties should be returned to. Satan is wrong. He is only trying to rob you of your inheritance with God. From Hebrews 11.15, we also see that Satan will hardly bait you with new stuff, but with stuff you are already conversant with. 
Someone once said, Satan is running out of material if he uses old stuff against you. However, there is enough unhandled old stuff already that can cause mega problems if you are not prayerfully on the word. Let's look at another passage and then gain some altitude afterwards. James 1, 13-15 Please bear in mind that giving ourselves to the word and prayer will reduce the effects of soul ties to the barest minimum in our lives. James 1, 13 Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. James 1, 14 but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. James 1.15 Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. James 1.13-15 shows us that the acts of sin in our lives stem out of our lusts, i.e. cravings, inordinate affections, also known as soul ties. We see that if Satan will tempt you, he will draw you through old stuff lodged in your heart called lust. If you are into sex and no drugs before you got saved, Satan will entice you with drugs. Will hardly entice you with drugs. He will use sex. So your weak point is where you get hit the most by Satan. Something's own was women, so Satan didn't bring drugs to him. When you want to be recruited into the secret intelligence, they scrutinize your habits over a period of time. They want to know the weak points the enemy can use in honey trapping you. Soul ties may be money, cars, food, orgies, and so on. Until we renew our minds with God's word in those areas and get transformed, Satan has entry points he can capitalize on. There is a lifelong assignment for both the pew and the pulpit to renew our minds. Hells, stuff will happen and the pew will get confused. And the believer who is not committed to the mind renewal process with God's word will be susceptible to soul ties, irrespective of status in church. Let's look at emotional soul ties now. The most influential soul ties are between humans and the most powerful ones are between the opposite sex. First, we need to realize that men and women operate slightly differently in this area of emotional soul ties. Each time a man and a woman are emotionally involved in a relationship, their souls become tied together. In a typical worldly relationship, the lady is more involved with her heart and the dude is more involved with his organ. Reason is that women react more to what they hear and the touch they feel while men react more to what they see. It explains why a lot more men are into porn while the most decent women detest porn. Soul ties men get stimulated by what they see. It explains why men get attracted to naked avatars on Twitter. Some follower put up a raunchy picture as an avatar two days ago and my timeline was buzzing in about 30 minutes. 
with follow-back requests from men. Men are easily enticed by what they see. Also, women are enticed by what they hear and how they are touched. Women are touched in very many ways by words, flowers, money, gifts, tenderness, and so on. This creates a law of supply and demand, where men supply what women want, and women also supply what men want. My assertion of men being led by their organs is validated by the fact that they even pay for sex. Only abnormal women would pay. Slowing down a bit, when you come into Christ, debris of those experiences are still lodged in your soul as memories. Your five-minute salvation prayer did not remove those memories. You still cherish those memories secretly. Your mind is not renewed. And those that practice this stuff with you are still looming out there. You are forming holy, right? These emotional experiences are like fingerprints on our souls that harbor the entry point for Satan. As a man, say your attraction was exaggerated physical features before you entered the kingdom now you are saved attending a big church filled with variety of sizes though prayerful you ended up dating only the ones with exaggerated physical features and then you married one you even testified that god spoke to you in a vision and bamboozed us with church speak god didn't say anything it was your soul ties some even say arrogantly, we are socially compatible. Your social compatibility came from your soul ties, not your spirit. Listen, there is a way I liked women in Egypt and God had to deal with me using hard knocks before I saw Muni. You are not alone. Let's hit the ladies a little bit. How come God has never spoken to you about that truck driver in church? You always wanted him six feet four, so you could never have heard God say anything to you about that five feet eight guy, isn't it? You always wanted him romantic, but you attend MFM. Suddenly you say God spoke to you about that unsaved ex-boyfriend. My point is, even our so-called good tastes in Pentecostal circles and leadership are born out of soul ties. You walk into a Pentecostal church and almost think that all the ushers were carefully selected by your unsaved colleague at work. Our basis of fraternization is no longer the word, but the alignment of our social features brought in from Egypt. On Sundays, we are bombarded in church with the same sights we used to see in the nightclubs before we got saved. Something doesn't quite add up, don't you think, guys? We'll continue with emotional soul ties in Soul Ties 3. Please let me know if you are happy or upset so far. We come to the end of Soul Ties 2. God bless you.